Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, what's up, what's up, Speak family? Now look, we got an important show for you today, but nothing more important than I am what I am about to show you. There is no more time, no watch, no clock more important than the one you see over my shoulder. If you are a sports fan, this time right here is the most pertinent time to your life. Saquon Barkley, two days, 23 hours, 29 minutes, and 47 seconds to work out a long-term deal with the New York Giants. Otherwise, he's stuck on the franchise tag and might not play this season. Urgency, urgency, urgency. Cannot wait for this show. Slick, Rick, the Bugler. What's up, baby? Ah, Friday. <laughs> yes, sir. Friday. It is, in fact, Friday. Joy Taylor, how are we feeling? You look like you're ready to Joy? just go. That is George Taylor, my guy, James Jones, the one and only nine-year NFL bet, Super Bowl champ. Let's get to it. I already told y'all, Saquon Barkley, Giants, they have till Monday to get a long-term deal done. After Monday, listen carefully, y'all. After Monday, he can only play on the franchise tag this season, roughly $10 million. The problem Saquon Barkley does not want to play on the tag. Reports say Saquon is prepared to sit out portions of the season. We have seen before star running back Le'Veon Bell sit out the entirety of a season because he did not want to play on the tag. This is huge news. Yeah. Huge news. Yeah. You're talking about one of the best players in all of football and one of the best running backs in all of football. There is no story bigger than the one we are about to discuss. Here's the question, OJ. Yeah. What in the world... Should Saquon Barkley do? Well, Saquon, it's either you show up or you don't show up. Okay. Clearly. So if you're going to show up, you show up to camp. If you're not going to show up to camp, you don't show up, period. The whole football season, if you got to play under the tag. It's that big a deal for you. It's that big of a deal for me because at the end of the day, they don't care about Saquon right now. If you do not get Saquon's deal done and Saquon says, you know what, I'm going to hold out for the preseason – Saquon's not just going to come back and play against the Dallas Cowboys and be Saquon Barkley. He has no football legs. He ain't been at no practices, right? Mm. And you know what? This is a guy that has battled some injuries. This is how you get hurt. Yeah. And if he gets hurt playing under the franchise tag, there is no more big-time money for him next year. So it sucks for Saquon Barkley. So for me, if you are saying, listen, in your mind right now, with your agent right now, look, we're going to hold out for preseason Eliminate that. Mm -hmm. If you're even thinking about coming back, come back in preseason. You can get hurt any play. You can get hurt first play at the Cowboys. You can get hurt first play at training camp. But at least you come to training camp and you get your football legs and and you're in really good football shape to go out there and have your mind right to have a really good season. I like that. I think Saquon must be selfish. 
Selfishly show up to camp. <laughs> Selfishly work as hard as you've ever worked. Selfishly prehab, not rehab. Don't wait until you get hurt. Selfishly prehab. Selfishly work as hard as you've ever done so you can selfishly have the best season you've ever had. If the Giants are successful, great. If they're not, it's all good. But Saquon, selfishly, you need to ball. Don't let the tag play you. You play the franchise tag. Like that. How do you play the franchise like tag? That. You play well on the franchise tag. Because if you ball on the tag, what has to happen? Worst case scenario, they tag you again. That means you get $22 million fully guaranteed over two years. No running back has that kind of money over the next two years. $22 million fully guaranteed. Or best case scenario, you ball on the tag, $10 million now, you get a long-term deal. If it's not New York, it's somewhere else with some real money. Be selfish, but it's counterintuitive. Don't be selfish in the sense of, I'm going to sit at home, kick my feet up, and chill. Be selfish in the sense of, I'm going to work so hard selfishly, and I'm going to get mine, and then I'm going to cash in. That's what Saquon has to do. I like Joy, that. where do you stand? <clears throat> Sounds good. Mm. But this is like any business. If you don't pay someone what they're worth, you're not getting the full employee. That's true. I'm worth this. Yeah. I'm better than this guy. Mm. I've carried this company for this long. I was the most popular player when I was hurt. Mm. And you're not going to pay me? I'm going to show up because I'm going to get this money. And I'm going to play because I want another deal. <laughs> but if something feels a little funny, it, it ain't me. It's that guy right there. It's not me. I'm not going out there and injuring myself. For what? Yeah. So to risk my future? That's how this works. I hear you. <clears throat> and maybe he will do that. And maybe it'll work out that way. But it's human nature. And also, that's smart ball by Saquon. Saquon doesn't have to be the number one leading rusher in the NFL next year to get paid. We know how talented he is. It really kind of seems like the only people who don't know how talented Saquon is is the Giants. <laughs> so you have to protect yourself. I'm in the middle of this. You have to be selfish. Yeah. But part of being selfish is making sure you don't get hurt, making sure you don't do something in the season that damages next season because the Giants aren't concerned about your future. That's the problem with this tag. He's not a quarterback. Quarterbacks can play the tag that way because quarterbacks are in high demand. Quarterbacks are in such high demand that people think Daniel Jones is a franchise quarterback. Yeah. That's why they paid him first. Mm. So I hear you, but that's, it's human nature to protect yourself, and it's smart business to protect himself. So he's not going to go out there and ball and put his body on the line playing on the tag. He's going to play good enough to get a deal next year. He's not going to play through any injury. That's what he should do. And this is why, I mean, and I agree with both y'all, and you, you brought up a really good point because – Saquon has to be all in on this thing has if you are coming. Only way. You cannot come like, like, like me and Joy talked about the other day. I think he's going to be like, man, just like you saying, Joy, y'all gone with all this. Y'all ain't paying me. That, that type of attitude in the locker room and all that. He has to come in if he's coming in, and he has to be all the way in. And I'm not even talking about all the way in for the Giants. No. You got to be for all himself. the way in for Saquon Barkley for yourself mentally that I'm going to go out here, oh, y'all don't want to pay me? Watch this. Yep. Like, he has to be all in. If he's not all in and he's still thinking like, ah, oh, man, y'all ain't paid me and I'm having that type of attitude, right. then 
that's a cancer in the locker room that mm-hmm. the coaches is probably going to use on you at the end of the season. Yep. And you're probably not going to play your best football. So he mentally he has to be, if he shows up, he got to be locked in. He has to be locked in, Slick, because at the end of the day, if Saquon goes out there and has a mediocre season, mm-hmm. then it's just going to be like, see, yeah. that's why we ain't pay you long-term money in the first place. I hate oh, it. Oh, so the Giants got it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's what the other teams will say. Well, they oh, didn't so get the, it right. So the, they, but, they, they, of course, but that's what teams will say. <laughs> oh, so the Giants, so, oh, what? the Giants have been making sense what they did because truth be told I was thinking about it unfortunately for running backs which running backs have gotten paid and the team has gone back and said that was a great deal Christian McCaffrey got breaded. Yeah. But the team he got breaded by, he don't still play for. No. Zeke Elliott got breaded. Mm. I believe he's 27 years old and he's a free agent right Mm -hmm. now. So when you think about the running backs that have gotten paid, those teams haven't been like, that was a great business decision. So Saquon got to take care of Saquon, Slick. No, he does. It would be to not, not showing up really isn't an option. I mean, realistically, we saw what happened with Le'Veon Bell and... The idea, you guys know this as well as anybody, the idea of not playing for a year and then trying to come back and find your stride or giving up the $10 million and trying to find, make it up on the backside, I don't think any of that's realistic. And showing up and only going through the motions doesn't work either because that's like drinking poison and hoping it gets the other person sick. Like, <laughs> you're only, what is that, what you're is that only, uh, Nelson Mandela? <laughs> what's that? I think it's a Nelson Mandela quote. That's a good quote uh, right there. I don't, you know, I just... I, yeah, just, just, keep just, just keep them in the chain. Just keep them in the chain. Like a bars <laughs> left and right. I don't know where they come from, right? Uh, I think if you use it three times, you know... It's yours. It's, yeah, it's, it's yours. It's yours. Uh, so, so, look, it, I mean, he's in a tough spot. Yeah. But for him to get what he hopes to get on the backside, the only choice he has is, uh, is to ball out. But I'm looking at what he has to do between now and Monday. Which is, for me, he needs to let everybody know what it is exactly that he wants. Because he said, it's a lie that I turned down two years and 26. Mm-hmm. It's a lie that I'm asking for more than Christian yep. McCaffrey 16. money. Yep. Yeah. But where are we in there? Because this is what I think he's not utilizing. Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson was, uh, he, he negotiated in the public yeah. through, the social, through social, social media. Yep. And ultimately, what did it get him? Got him the highest paid. Talk about it. It's the highest paid quarterback. Yeah. So, and that's in the 28th largest media market. Saquon Barkley, you're in New York, brother. Yeah. You you are beloved in New York. If you're looking for 14 guaranteed for two or three years, let the world know it because that pressure that New York Giants fans are going to go, that's reasonable. Sure. That's more than reasonable. Sure. But he's not taking advantage of that right now. This is the risk you run, though, and I love that approach. What frustrates me so much, Joy, right now, and Jay right now with athletes is like, more now than ever, you can apply pressure. Yeah. Public pressure. Use your own voice. Apply pressure. But remember, you can't call for attention and hang up. Mm -hmm. So if Saquon Barkley tries to say, hey, I want 15 a year, all of a sudden, people can pull out receipts and say there are nine rushers who have more yards than you since you were drafted in 2018. People can and will pull out receipts well, and say there are sense. nine running backs who have more total yards than you. So and what, you, what's hard for me, Jay, is like every now and then you'll think you're going to get all the praise. But no, criticism might come as well with that praise you're hoping to obtain. But, but not only that. So like 
people could come up with that all they want. This running back may be better than you, and that running back may be better than you, and this running back played more games than you. Who the next man up, Acho? It doesn't work like that for other positions besides quarterback, G. Why, why not? Because quarterback is the only place in which that is perfectly in line. That is the only place that I have seen. Remember, we just saw Quinnen Williams get a Receiver. deal. Well, Quinn, I'm just saying, <laughs> we just saw Quinn Williams get a deal. Yeah. He did not surpass that of Aaron Donald. Even when Patrick Mahomes, who is the greatest quarterback playing, he will get surpassed. Mm-hmm. He's been surpassed time and time again. Quarterback is the only position that I have o- seen where only, that holds The only true. thing I'm saying is it's really close. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. You yes, got sir. what I'm saying? It, it's really close. So as for Saquon Barkley, if this stuff is, I'm the next man up. I should be really close, Fair. if not more, Fair. than what, I don't care what the running backs did behind me the years before, how many games they play. I'm the next man up. I should be really close or the highest paid because I'm the next man up. And that is really at every position. Quarterback, wide receiver, defensive lineman. Like, if I'm that dude, I'm either really close or I'm going past these boys, right? So if you guys is low, $10 million is not really close to 16. Mm-hmm. It ain't really close to 15. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So as for Saquon Barkley, everybody could look out there like, hey, $10 million on the no. It's an undervalue to me from what I've done and where I'm sitting right now. It's he, my turn. He just doesn't run any risk of that either because you already got the tag. So so what if you bring up receipts? I'm getting $10 million whether you bring up receipts right. or not. True. Yeah. So who cares who did what and whatever? First of all, that doesn't apply to New York because they, they didn't do any of that in New York City. They weren't the face of this organization for the past four years. They weren't the only thing relevant about the New York football giants for the past four years. So that doesn't really matter. But also he has nothing to lose Mm -hmm. because he's getting this tag regardless. So that that part of the negotiation really doesn't matter. They've offered it to him. He can sign it or not. So he's not losing any money by bringing up and trying to apply pressure. So that that absolutely matters. So I don't, I don't see how he can really lose in that spot. You know what's crazy about this whole situation? Break it down for me. <laughs> and I'm going to get off track a little bit, but organizations let really good players leave for nothing. True. Right? Tagging them, you know, don't want to pay them. They let them leave for nothing. And then they go on the draft and they say, we need a running back. Well, you had one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? The Green Bay Packers, okay, Devontae Adams traded. Now all we heard was, man, they needed a number one. Yep. Well, you had one. Yeah. I don't care what went on in there. When you have really good players and the best players on your football team, take care of your don't best let players, don't man, let them go. if you're trying to win. I, I have a thought that I will tease to get us back to the Saquon Barkley conversation. I'm curious, and everyone sitting here and you at home, what about the fact that the market has simply depreciated? It's not Saquon Barkley's fault, but the market has depreciated. I had a house in Austin before I moved to L.A., Unfortunately, I held on to that house too long, and the market has since depreciated, and I lost a few hundred thousand dollars. I could be mad, man, but it ain't my fault the market depreciated. The market just depreciated. The running back market, as opposed to every other position in football, has depreciated. Mm. It's not Saquon's fault, but it is just the facts of the situation. We'll respond to that later on in the show. Coming up, Damian Lillard. He wants to get out of Portland and go to Miami, but would that make the heat the favorite in the East? I cannot wait for that conversation. That's next on Speak. Remember, check us out every day on the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here, and I am so happy to announce my new interview series, The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations. Every Monday, we will bring you a candid conversation with the most influential voices in college football. From Colorado's Coach Prime to Coach Saban down in Tuscaloosa, 
we sit down and discuss all things college football. Download the Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to the new Joel Klatt Show YouTube channel. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real Steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Well, Damian Lillard does not want to stay in Portland. He's made that abundantly clear. He's trying to get up out to Miami. Reports say the Heat are, quote, pretty close. Now, Slick Rick off camera is currently grinning, and you'll see that grin shortly thereafter. But Paul Pierce, Hall of Famer, he said, quote, you put them together, they won't make it out the first round. That's Paul Pierce in regards to if you put Dame on the Heat, they won't make it out of the first round. Joy Taylor's not grinning. It does not seem like she's appeased by that. Um, Joy, would Dame Lillard make the Heat favorites in the East? I mean, game six, Boston was all I asked. Will he make, make the Heat better? Yeah, will he make them better? Will he make, make them favorites in the East? East? Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know what the Heat got to do to get respect around here. Talk to him, Joy. I don't you know what have to say, do. say, a, say a little stronger, Joy, if you're there. I'm going to say nothing. <laughs> the heat, they, they won the East last year without Damian Lillard. Oh. Did they not? They did. They did. They're not coming back as the same Miami. Again, Miami, I know we just got to be grateful to get the invitation. (laughs) It's very nice that they consider us every single year for the play. Like, it's an invitational, right? She does this passive aggressive. It's nice nice of them to remember the city of Miami when they consider the the basketball tournament. It's like an invitational, right? Like, hey, you like, yeah, we invite invite them boys in Miami. They're they're nice. Nobody's saying Always fun. Nobody's saying we, we, don't, we don't even say this, like, in the room in the back. We, don't, we never say we, we never play there, this card. There are good teams. There are, there are a few good teams in the Eastern Conference. I'm yes. not, not going to even go too far down the line. There are a few good teams that we have in the contention conversation every single year. Boston. No doubt. Right? Deservedly so. Because mm. they made two finals. Milwaukee. Because they won a championship. No doubt. Yes, they right? did. Absolutely did. Then we... Where else we going? Where, who go else Philly we got? If you want to. It could go Philly, yeah, but they're going to lose nice. they, they nice. you know James nice. Harden. It's very nice trouble. that we, we continue to include yeah. Philadelphia because that, they do not go past the second round of the playoffs. But we insist. <laughs> it's kind of like the Cowboys. Like, we like, we got to put them in contention, yeah. right? Because they have the league MVP. Yeah. So we got to put them in contention. All right. So then who else we got? Who else we want to invite? That's it. Those That's are, it. That's it for me. No, we're good. That's it for me. We're good. We can cut it right. So we add Damian Lillard to a team that the gentleman's sweep of the Milwaukee Bucks in the first round of the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, yeah. took care of the Knicks. Yeah. Then beat Boston. Uh. Beat who? So it was a miracle. Hi, Paul. A miracle. Who we beat? Praise mm. the Lord for this miracle. Thank you for these blessings. And uh, then went to, went to the finals for the second time in the last four years. So, yes, I think that Damian Lillard would make the Heat better, and I think that they would be one of the favorites to make it out of the East. If, they, if, everyone, if the NBA wants to be nice and invite one us of, again. One of. Yeah. One of the favorites I would agree with wholeheartedly, Jay. I would agree with wholeheartedly, Sick. Would he make the Heat the favorite? No. What's so fascinating to me is, like, to be the favorite, I'm now anticipating you will go as far with more ease or you will go further and more than that like we will actually anticipate you going that far nobody beat the pick mm. the heat to beat the bucks 
rightfully so. Yes. The Heat outplayed the Bucks severely. I am not naive enough to completely omit and ignore Giannis being hurt, but had Giannis played the whole time, I don't know. I can't call it. Yeah. And he didn't play the whole time. That's it. So with that being said, I'm, I'm thinking about Dame joining the Heat, and I'm like, will he help do for them what the depth did for them? What did the Heat need in the finals? Mm. They needed scoring. They, they needed need, Dame. What did they need in the championship? No doubt about it. That's a star. What, no doubt. And mama, here he comes. No doubt. <laughs> okay. But what did they need to get there? Mm. That's the question. Mm. What they needed to get there was depth, mm. which is what I believe they would sacrifice for yeah. Dame, which is why they are not the favorite to me. What they needed to win, Jay, is different than what they needed to get there. Mm -hmm. So what you needed to win mm -hmm. was a star. What you needed to win was buckets. Mm -hmm. What you needed to win was somebody who could try to go man for man, mano for mano, cat for cat with Jamal Murray. That's what you needed to win. Mm -hmm. But what you needed to get there was Kayla Martin getting four Eastern Conference Finals MVP votes. What you needed to get there was Gabe Vincent averaging 18 points versus New York Knicks. Yeah. What you needed to get there was depth. What you needed to win was Dame, but with Dame Slick, I'm not convinced they will get there to even have the opportunity to win. Yeah, to your point, and I'm, I'm, I almost feel like I have to, to uh, run my uh, Miami Heat takes past Joy now. <laughs> now you do? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Now, get them approved? Now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I agree with you. Uh, one of the favorites. Oh. One of the favorites. I can't say that they would be the favorite. First yeah, of all, tough who would say. be the favorite? Yeah. What's that? Who would be the favorite? If I had to pick a favorite. You do have to pick a favorite, because I just asked you. It better not be the team they swept. They oh. didn't sweep anybody. Gen gentleman oh, sweep. Gentleman sweep. Gentleman yeah, sweep. Yeah, one. It's a gentleman sweep. It's a kind sweep, yeah. yes. It would be the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm. That's why I rock. Mm. And, and largely because Giannis was hurt for mm. two and a half. Ah, two and a half of those games. Guys. They, it wasn't a fully formed yeah. Milwaukee Bucks. Not at all. Team. Not at all. We saw that with our own eyes. So, uh, but with the, the Heat and, and Damian, I think the one thing that we're looking past because I do agree. Like, the question is with the depth. Because how they got there, they didn't get there with just Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler was a big part of them getting there. But they would have, not every night, but Max Struess gave them a big game. Caleb Martin gave them several big games. Gabe Vincent gave them a couple big games. They got it from different places. And Damian would have to fulfill all of those. Mm -hmm. Damian's got to give you a big game every night. Now, this is what I feel like they can go toe-to-toe -to -toe without even knowing what the depth is, why they can go toe-to-toe -to -toe -to -toe and why I am bullish on the Miami Heat. It's because I look at Damian and Jimmy and Bam, and I could make the case that not only does Damian make them better, mm. but that we may see the best version of Damian Lillard that we've ever seen. Come on now. Because I could make the case that Bam Adebayo is going to be the best big that he's ever played with, the most dynamic one going both. And about yes, Lamarcus I know you're going to say better than Lamar. As a two-way player, as a two-way player for Damian, as a better defensive player, as I'm, I'm and, a, and a better passer because they used him as a playmaker. Go ahead, So he can now play off the ball. Jimmy Butler. Like, C.J. McCollum was good, but he was duplicative of what Damian did. True. Jimmy gives you a whole different angle. It's, it's very much like the, the Golden State Warriors, where Draymond Green, Klay Thompson, and Steph Curry, their respective strengths balanced each other. As opposed to, say, Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, and Devin Booker. If you're asking me which threesome I would rather have, I will take the Miami Heat Correct. threesome over the Phoenix Suns one mm. any day. Mm -hmm. All right, and this one maybe have more star. How about over the Milwaukee Bucks threesome? 
Bucks, baby. If healthy, who are you taking? I would lean Bucks. No doubt. <sighs> yeah, I have to. They've already proved that they can win a championship. They have. All uh, right, here we go, man. Bay Area stand up. Yay! Dame Dollar. That's why he got the zero on his jersey. All right. Let me tell you something. Did when he, he does, does, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Enjoy it. The purpose of a call and response. The purpose of a call and response is for you to call and somebody else to respond. You can't call and respond. Bay Area stand up. Bay Area stand up. Sneeze and saying God bless you to him. Oh, yeah, James. Hey, nobody said you, you got to say it, though, right? He also said thank you. James, he sneezed, God bless you. Uh, here we go, if, man. If you need me to step in, you got to give, give me a little nod. You got to give me a little nod. I couldn't because, like I said, you ain't really have his back in that, in, 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 in that segment right there. But listen, when he does walk in this building for the Miami Heat, they are the favorites. They, they, their big three up against anybody's big three, I'm taking Dame Dial in the big three. I think they are going to gel together really well like you touched on. You have a head coach and Coach Spolstra who's been a part of big threes yeah. and found ways to have these guys play at a high level. True. Had them kind of be humble superstars to win this championship. So he is going to understand how to make this thing go with those three. Then when you listen to what Miami is talking about giving up, Tyler Hero. How'd he, how'd he do in the playoffs? Didn't wasn't there. He wasn't there, right? So he, he, he didn't even help, hmm. right? And you can say he helped in the regular season for what, a playing game? <laughs> so they giving up Tyler Hero and three first-round picks. We don't hear Caleb Martin in there. We don't hear Duncan Robinson in there. If they find a way hmm. to keep those two guys yeah. and put Dame Dollar in there, yeah. With the two other yep. all-stars, yep. this is the favorite in the East yep. with Dame Dollar. And like you said, Slick, they are going. Dame Dollar is going to make everybody on that team better. I agree. Period. I agree with that wholeheartedly. You keep those dudes. Oh, yeah, then it's all Miami. It's all Miami. Mm. All right, coming up. Which NFL player has the most to prove this season? Which one of the players on your team, because you will see a player on your team, is it Tua, Herbert, Josh Allen, Justin Fields, Bryce Young, Bajan Robinson? Who's got the most to prove this epic upcoming season? That's next on Speak. soccer fans are you ready for the 2023 fifa women's world cup as we are that's right australia and new zealand look out state of the union is coming and we'll be going above and beyond down under we'll have new podcast episodes every single match day so follow alexi lawless's state of the union on the fox app youtube or wherever you get your podcasts getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. All right, y'all, we are getting closer to the start of a new NFL season. So many players have so much to prove this season. This is my top five players with the most to prove this upcoming season. At number five, at number five, 
Trayvon Diggs of the Dallas Cowboys. Now here is why. Trayvon Diggs has had a 10 interception season. Many have argued he's the best cornerback in the league, but he's polarizing because if you talk to some defensive coordinators, they'll tell you, yo, he gets beat way too much. This is the most interesting thing. For Diggs, he was not a first-round pick. There is no fifth-year option to pick up. This is the year that he needs to become a $100 million player. But how can he do that? By balling out. That's a lot to prove. At number four, a person I know all too well, reps my alma mater, Bajan Robinson. Now you're thinking to yourself, Acho, how the heck does a rookie rookie have a lot to prove but john robinson has the weight of the running back world on his shoulders y'all realize he's gonna make more this year in cash than any running back in the national football league and he doesn't want to have one nfl scrimmage yard to his name he has to prove that he should have been taken in the top 10 i of course think he will at number three justin herbert everybody has told me that he is a god a football immortal man but he has no playoff wins where they do that at? Three years, no playoff wins? Prove to me, prove to the world that you are as good as they say you are. Baker Mayfield had a playoff win through three years. Deshaun Watson, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, the list goes on and on and on. It's time for Herbert to join that list. At number two, Tua, Tonga Bailoa. Now, the Dolphins only won one game without Tua. It was against the Jets. The Joe Flacco-led Jets. Tua has to stay healthy and has to prove he can power up the ultra-dynamic offense of the Miami Dolphins. And at number one, it is where my eyes will be the entirety of the season, the man Justin Fields for the Chicago Bears. They've given him all the help you can ask for. DJ Moore, they traded for him. They forewent, foregone, however you say that word in the past tense, they forewent the first overall pick to support him. So Justin Fields has to prove to me that he's not feast or famine, that he is simply feast. And I actually need an iPad to show y'all exactly what I mean. If y'all recall, against the Detroit Lions, Justin Fields, it's second and 18. I need to just simply win the game. Look, second and 18. You're already up by seven. Just run the play out, run the clock out, throw the ball away. But what happens? You throw a pick six to Jeff Okuda. Okay, that is famine. That's the Justin Fields that I don't want to see. But you fast forward to the very next drive. Now, this is feast. This is what I need to see from Justin Fields all season long. This is what he's capable of, y'all. That's 60-plus yards to the crib. I want to see that exclusively from Justin Fields this year. What else I want to see? James Jones, your list, big dog. Hold on. I want to keep it right here first because okay. I got a little bone to pick with you with this number Talk one to right me. here. Talk to me. Justin Fields has not shown you he is a superstar in the National Football League. He ain't, he ain't showed you. You no. need to see more. I must see more. So is it on Justin Fields or is it on the organization, right? Because you showed a turnover, but if he didn't make a play last year for his football team, they wasn't going to win no games, correct? That's true. So for me, this is more on the organization. You know you have a superstar quarterback. Put what you need around your superstar quarterback. Yes, you got some nice pieces this year, yep. but you still need some more pieces to get to where you're trying to go. But here's the issue that I have. At the point in which you trade for Claypool at the end of last year, that is Chase Claypool. What do you do? You traded for him. He did absolutely Woo! nothing. He did absolutely nothing. Okay. But he is 6'4", 220 pounds, and he's had an 800-plus yard season with the Steelers. Mm -hmm. Darnell Mooney has had a 1,000-yard season. DJ Moore has had multiple 1,000-yard seasons with the Panthers. They drafted two running backs this year in the NFL draft, Roshan Johnson and a running back out of UCLA, if yep. I'm not mistaken. They are trying. Now Fields needs to try as well. Justin Fields, 12 touchdowns, 
last six, seven games of the season, right? 17 on a year. More than a lot of these quarterbacks, I think he's good. Seven in the league. Let me say it again. Seventh in the league in rushing. Seventh in the league in rushing. That's including the running backs. This dude's a superstar. They doing the right thing by him. Let he me see. Be number one. Let me see your more. list. You got your well, my list. I'm, I'm gonna talk to you. My list starting right here. Number five. I have OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. Right. You go into the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Action Jackson. We all know I'm a fan of Lamar Action Jackson. But everybody think, can he throw the ball like that? Can he spin it to his receivers? It's a lot of receivers. If Odell Beckham Jr. does not go out there and make Lamar Jackson better look like the OBJ that was in the Super Bowl before he got hurt and have a big time season. He is not going to see another contract and his team probably ain't going to be that good on the offensive Derek side of the Carr ball. Derek surprise. Mm, my brother from another mother, Derek Carr. Listen, you come from the Las Vegas Raiders and the Oakland Raiders, right? You don't have a playoff win. You're going to a really good football team with a bunch of playmakers around you. Go and get Michael Thomas back in there. You're getting back with your former offensive coordinator Dennis Allen Tom Brady out of the division the yep. NFC ain't that strong there. it is time right now DC Derek Carr to go out here and show the world the Las Vegas Raiders was tripping okay so I understand Russell Wilson but if three is opposed to one no, no, no. Russ is at three, right? Russ is at three. The only reason why he's at three is because I'm a believer in Sean Payton, Fair. right? So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that Sean Payton is going to get you in the really good situations like Dayball does and like he did with uh, Drew Brees. He's going to get him in the really good situations, and Russ is going to do what he did in Seattle. Let's hope. One or two ain't there. Run and create. Yep. Quit trying to be special, stand in the pocket, do all this. That's not your style of play. So he will get help by Sean Payton. But if he doesn't and they lose, Ish. this might be the last year Russ and Denver Broncos. What does Bronco that have to prove? Well, we all talk 24-7 on this show. The reason why they got kicked out of the playoffs because of who? Dak Prescott. Reason why they ain't go as far as they could have went because of who? Dak Prescott turned the ball over too many times last year. That's true. Dak Prescott, right? They finding other people to put it on. Even me. Put it on Kellen Moore. Get him out of here. I'm a believer in Mike McCarthy. Mike going to make it easier on him. If he don't go out there and deliver this year with a top five defense, we just gave you Brandon Cooks. We pushed uh, Gilmore over there for you. If you don't show up this year and take the Dallas Cowboys to where Fair. the Dallas Cowboys Fair. supposed to go, you in trouble. Did you put number one up there or did Joy do that? Was that one of those like barring homework assignment type deals or like how did Daniel Jones wind up as the number one player? Look at my face, America. Look at my face. You see, you see the smile on my face, right? This one right here makes me happy. Not saying I'm wishing on his downfall. I absolutely am not wishing on his downfall. I want everybody in the National Football League to ball, right? I played in there. I want everybody to get their money to ball. More money. More problems. That's what they say. Right? It's all good say. when you a first-round pick and everybody like, oh, let's let him grow. Let's let him do this. He's, he's still learning. Well, you got them M's now. <laughs> and them M's is tagged to, tagged to the back of your name right now. You walking around New York, your pants sagging a little bit because your pockets is heavy. Right? Now, Daniel Jones' if pants he, still probably If he does not perform, they are going to be calling for his head. And not only that, you paid him, and it's a dude out there at the crib right now that might not show up to training camp, and he's been the best player on your team since day one. He stepped in the building. Daniel Jones, everybody's saying, Brian, Coach Day Ball is that and this and that. They believed in you. You better pay it off. You better mm. pay it off. Joy, I am still not convinced 
that you did not put that name <laughs> up there. Regardless of what James says, I'm not convinced. But, Joy, expound on the player that you believe has the most to prove this season. I didn't put him up there mm. because my player that I think has the most to prove this, se- this season is Deshaun Watson. Ooh. Mm. What is Saquon trying to get right now? He's trying to get some money. What kind of money? Guaranteed, Guaranteed money. money. Yes. Guaranteed money. Mm. We still haven't heard about Burrow or Herbert's contract. Mm-hmm. Now they're doing it quietly and privately, but maybe Deshaun's contract is holding up those contracts as well. Mm. What did you say earlier? The quarterback position is the one that resets the market every yep. time a guy is up. It's what held up Lamar Jackson's contract. $230 million guaranteed. Is a lot of guaranteed money. I don't care that he doesn't make the most out of any quarterback this year. $230 million guaranteed. And look, I'm not a huge fan of Baker Mayfield's skill sets, but he did win a playoff game game. and beat a division rival Mm. in doing so with the Browns. Mm. So you moved off of a guy that you had a number one, you picked as a number one overall pick in Baker Mayfield Mm. that you had some success with and went all in, $230 million all in on Deshaun Watson. Now last year we know it wasn't, wasn't successful, but we all know why. So we can judge that on a curve. That's done. You've had a whole off season. You have a coach of the year in Kevin Stefanski. And we don't talk a lot about the Browns roster because they've been kind of out of sight, out of mind. But it's a talented roster. So in my opinion, Deshaun Watson has the most. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to dispute any of the picks, although I would say, well, actually one. Mm, I'm not going to put it on Odell Beckham Jr. to make Lamar Jackson Lamar Jackson again. I'm going to put it on Lamar Jackson to make Odell Beckham. But Odell got pressure because if he don't ball, he's on a one-year deal. If you don't ball, you're looking at bouncing around and you're not really going to get another payday. I get that pressure, but Lamar Jackson's being paid as the highest paid mm-hmm. quarterback in the, in the league and stood up and said, I should be, and as a 2019 MVP, like, to me, he's got he's to prove that he can get back to that. But I'm going to go a place that I don't think any of you thought of. I'm going to go quarterback, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go to the draft. I'm going to go to Bryce Young. Really? Yes, because number one, and maybe I'm just I'm I'm conscious of this because I just watched Victor Wimbanyama in the NBA draft, and the number one pick always has a tremendous amount of yeah, pressure. They're expected to be a franchise changer, and sometimes they're not. Sometimes they 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 may just be the best player in that draft, or sometimes they may not be up to the pressure that comes with being the number one pick because it's a lot different than number two. Yeah. He was also one of three quarterbacks taken among the first four picks. And I know going into the draft, there was still a lot of debate. A lot of debate. Right? Do you take C.J. Stroud or do you take Bryce Bryce Young? Mm -hmm. The general thinking was Bryce Young is the better pick, but C.J. Stroud is the safer pick. You feel like you got to, just because of the measurables, you know what you're going to get. Carolina Panthers went and got Adam Thielen for him. They are in the easier conference, I would say. He's got head coach Frank Reich, who among the guys, with the other two guys have first-year head coaches. Like, everything is set up for Bryce to succeed. And now, can you just imagine, like, if CJ ends up being better? Mm. Bryce comes in having to prove he's the best quarterback in this class, and we have seen that that does not always happen with the number one pick. What's a successful season for Bryce Young, in your opinion? Better than C.J. Stroud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hate to, I hate to <laughs> minimize it, that simple. but you just look at it so and say— So the Houston Texans win two games, but C.J. Stroud looks like, oh, shoot, he a superstar, and Bryce Young wins six or seven. You saying no, that's not— No, no, so no. That, no that you're going, you went to team success. 
I'm just saying that we look at it and go, the Carolina Panthers got it right. So uh, Bryce Young looks like the better quarterback. And, and because, because I think he has more things in his favor. Like, I think it's set up for him to succeed more yeah, easily. Not, they weren't a traditional number one overall pick. Like they Ex- Exactly, that. exactly. That, that team is much more positioned for success than the Houston Texans. He's on to something, because if you think about it historically, 2012 was my draft class, Jay. That was the draft class of Andrew Luck went number one, mm-hmm. RG3 went number two. RG3 won Rookie of the Year, mm-hmm. but Andrew Luck was Andrew Luck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Andrew Luck was the man. Mm-hmm. You think about the year that Jameis Winston and Marcus, Marcus Mariota yeah. went one and two. Yeah. So heavy scrutinization. Jared Goff, Carson Wentz. I watched that one closely. Mm-hmm. And if y'all recall in that same da- draft class, Dak Prescott goes in the fourth round. Yeah. Whenever there are peers, let's not, I don't know why I skipped this one. Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. Tua Tungavailoa, Justin Herbert. Herbert. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts in the second round. Mm -hmm. Like, whenever you are taken right before a guy, right before some guys, you just have to prove that you should have been taken there. Because Joy knows this all too well. Chargers fans saying, ha, we got it right and y'all got it wrong. Mm Y'all stuck with Tua. But nobody is sitting here questioning what Joe Burrow did and the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, y'all got it right. (laughs) Y'all made the right decision. So you make a very good point. So my thing is, is what if... C.J. Stroud doesn't look better than my man at the Colts. Anthony Richardson? Anthony Richardson. Then I think that would be a grave mistake. But we just talked about team, right? He ain't really got... I think, it, I think it's, it, it's really a little too early rookie year to evaluate all of them. But I, but I would agree with Slick, the number one overall pick gets evaluated in the rookie But evaluations year. will be made rookie they year. Will, yeah, but, they but will, but made. panic won't set in no, for the picks that aren't the number one overall pick. About, if he doesn't look yeah. good or competent as the number one overall pick, that's more worrisome than, if, than anyone out I agree yeah. with Slick a little bit. I just think, I don't think he has to play better than C.J., but he, it needs to look the right way. Yeah. Yep. He needs to look like he has commanded yep. us. He needs to look like, oh, shoot, coming into year two, he, gonna be a, he needs to look like. You know the other thing that's interesting is you can't play into people's initial worries of you. Bryce Young better not have a whole bunch of balls tipped. Because remember what everybody said. He's short. He can't see over the line of scrimmage. He better not throw a bunch of picks because he couldn't see in the windows of the offensive lineman. Because that's really what I'm more worried about. Like, if Bryce Young has some sort of arbitrary issue, that's one thing. But if he gets hurt, we all had fears he might get hurt because he's too small. Final thoughts. Let me me put it to you guys. Would you be surprised if C.J. Stroud has a better year or demonstrates that he's actually a better and more effective NFL quarterback? I personally would. Because I look at history of systems. I look at history of schemes. I love C.J. Stroud. I love his team around him. I love his representation. I love all that. But call me crazy, I look at Ohio State quarterbacks. And I say to myself, man, Ohio State quarterbacks, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's the institution. I don't know if it's the scheme. I don't know if the receivers are just so much better than everybody else's. That those Ohio State quarterbacks are so highly rated. Then you get into the league and you don't do that much. So for me, I'm waiting for C.J. Stroud, like Justin Fields, to prove that Ohio State quarterbacks are as good as we all like. What's your answer? I would not be surprised at all. I mean, because I still have clear memory of watching him play Georgia. Mm-hmm. And he made play. He did. After play. He did. After play. Not just with his arm, but with his legs. So he's going to need a lot of that this year. He's going to be on the run. He's going to have to create and make some plays. Mm-hmm. So I think we will be looking at this at the end of the season like, 
oh, CJ might be better, just because of how the play is going to look and how he's going to have to be for his team. Well, we will be looking at the end of the season. How far did Chris Paul take the Golden State Warriors? The future Hall of Famer, y'all know he's going to be in Golden State, but he is not at all happy about potentially having to come off of the bench. He actually snapped back at a reporter earlier on. Does he make the Warriors better or does he make them worse? That's next on Speak. He snapped. Look at that angelic face. He snapped at a reporter. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, to the NBA. A lot of talk on Chris Paul, potentially, potentially, coming off the bench for the Warriors. Now, do not tell Chris Paul that. A report says CP3 is holding out some hope that there's a way for him to start. Steph Curry was asked about his new teammate's role and said, quote, it's going to be on all of us, all of us, to figure out. This conversation <laughs> is going to be on all of us to figure out. Slick, I'm concerned. I need you to talk me down. Concerns. <sighs> You got rid of Jordan Poole mm -hmm. because there was chemistry tension. You got rid of Jordan Poole because he was not a great fit with the Golden State Warriors. That's why you got rid of Jordan Poole. Mm -hmm. But before the Warriors have even played a game, there is tension with Chris Paul and his role on the team. Before the Warriors have even played a game, there is a little ambiguity of what role Chris Paul is going to play. Context America. A reporter asked Chris Paul, you know, how do you feel essentially about coming off of the bench? I am paraphrasing. Chris Paul retorted, are you the coach? <laughs> Steph Curry, it. who has a lot on his plate as a leader of the NBA, as a face of the NBA, as a family man, it's on all of us to figure out. Mm -hmm. It's middle of July and it's on all of y'all to figure out that. Slick, mm -hmm. I am concerned that Chris Paul might actually make Golden State worse because if you got rid of Jordan Poole to put out a fire, you did not bring in Chris Paul to now add to that fire. You don't pour gasoline on a fire, it only gets worse. And that's why I am afraid that Chris Paul might make the Warriors worse. Mm. Be not afraid, my friend. Thank you, Steve. Be not afraid. He's not, the, the issue that Chris Paul has right now is not with the Golden State Warriors. The issue is with the media that immediately assumed mm. that he's coming off the bench. How do you feel about coming off the bench? Well, they're just thinking like we all think. Then we all think he's coming off the bench, knowing Steph the point guard? Sure, sure. <clears throat> but to have a media person speak it into existence yeah, yeah, yeah. is a little bit different, particularly after you were just traded away by the Phoenix Suns after, what, two years ago leading them to the finals, and now they decide that you're not capable of getting them there. And then you go to the Washington Wizards, and they're like, yeah, we're rebuilding, and you really can't, you can't even be a veteran presence for us. We'll, we'll go take the damaged goods that are Jordan Poole, that some people say is the worst contract in the NBA, this side of Tyler Hero, and we would rather do that than have Chris Paul here. Like, his, his ego, when he was asked that question, is already bruised. But I just look at... The assumption that has Chris Paul, for the better part of his career, has he ever had issues with teammates? Did he have problems in Phoenix? Did he have problems in 
New Orleans or and he's played with other star players, right? Houston. That's a good point. Clippers. Like so I expect that they will work it out. And if I just look at what they're giving up and what they're getting, are they going to be as a result of having Chris Paul? They were already small. Like, are, are, are any of the things that were negatives last year, are, they, are, are any of them going to be compounded? They were already small last year. Are they going to be smaller with Chris Paul rather than Jordan Poole? Jordan Poole is taller. He's not, yeah. Not right? literally, yeah. It's, it, it, it's not a fact. Are they going to be worse defensively? Numbers say that they're not. They'll actually be better. Are they going to be more efficient? They should be, right? So I just look at adding him. He's going to give them more than Jordan Poole gave them. So if it's just the switch out in terms of talent, I don't see how they could be worse. I mean, it, it could always get worse. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty bad with Jordan Poole, was it not? It, I mean, after the, like... I mean, yeah. Part, huh? the, yeah I think punches could be good. exchanged, yeah. you know, as opposed to just being... <laughs> <laughs> one-way yeah. delivery. I don't think he will. I think they'll sort this out. I, I have an imagination that these are all grown men who will sit mm. down together, some with rings, some without, and discuss <laughs> how those things work. <laughs> how, do you, how does he get one of these? <laughs> no, but I mean, look, I, I'm not a humble person. I don't really believe in being humble. It's never serves me when I have been. But... I am self-aware, and there think, I think there's a very big difference, and I think they apply to different things in life. If Chris Paul wants to be a part of a championship team, every championship team has roles. Even the stars play roles. So if you don't want to buy into what your role is going to be, then, yeah, he could make things worse. Mm. But... If he buys in, which I think and hope and imagine that he will, because I'm sure he has respect for Steph Curry and everyone else in that organization, and when they get on the court and he sees Steph averaging almost 30 points a game, (laughs) then, you know, you say, say, okay, you know what? I'm going to win. You are the one. He's really still like that. (laughs) Steph's really still that guy. And I'm going to do what I need to do. So I'm hoping that that's what happens, and I think it will. Jay, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Um, I want to deviate to a place I find interesting, and I believe you are perfect to speak on it. Um, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, DJ. Former teammate of mine. I believe he is maybe the greatest deep threat receiver in the history of the National Football League. If not, he's top three. Definitely argue it, yes. If not, he is top three. Problem. One thing that really hurt me for his career more than anything else, if you all remember, and I remember it vividly, he was on the Los Angeles Rams team that won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Mm. But D-Jack was not getting enough targets, yeah. not getting enough run, not getting enough burn. And so D-Jack was like, you know what? I'm good here. Yeah. Where did D-Jack go? Uh, it's ten- did he go to Tampa? No. Went to the Raiders. Oh, the Raiders. He did D-Jack go went to the Raiders. To, yes. D-Jack went to the Raiders. The Raiders did not win the Super Bowl that year. No. The Rams did. Yeah. Oftentimes, a player, a superstar player, someone who has achieved height heights, and obviously Chris Paul has achieved more in basketball than D-Jack in football, but D-Jack is looking around like, come on now, Cooper Cup is nice, but when I'm going to get mine? Well, yeah, yeah. Come on, Robert Woods is nice now, but But when I'm going to get mine? Let me play my role. The reason I bring that up to you is there is a parallel between Chris Paul saying, I mean, I get that, and I get that this team has won before, like the Rams have gone to a Super Bowl before. I get that, but I'm a superstar. I want to get mine. What do you see with Chris Paul no, I, here? I like that. And even when you, when you teed them up, you kind of threw a wrench in it, right? Because you said, you know, is the Warriors going to be worse with Chris Paul? And you kind of 
touched on, it could be worse if he don't buy in because that's locker room, that's chemistry, that's all that, right? It ain't got nothing to do with the floor, yeah. right? And that's a problem. Jordan Poole, young player, this is how we do it, we got rings, blah, 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 all, like, step in line, young fella. You can't talk to CP3 like that. I don't care who you think you are, Steph Curry. Yeah. I don't care how many rings you think you got. You know what I've done in this league? Yeah. So it's going to be a different approach when you come at and, and sure. talk, to, talk to Chris Paul. Right? It ain't just like, no. And that's why Steph is saying that. We got some stuff to work through. If that was Jordan Poole, he coming off the bench. Everybody would be coming out there saying that. But you got to approach it different with Chris because what he has done in his career. And it's going to be different conversations like that, not just with the organization, with the coaches too. If you're a young linebacker and you're a starter and they happen to bring in a proven veteran and they say, you know what, hey, Acho going to go out there first and say if it's Bobby Wagner, why what you mean? <laughs> but you can't really talk to Wag like that, nah. even though you're the starter, right? It's the respect factor that, oh, okay, hey, I got to watch kind of what I say. This dude is proven. That's what they got to do with Chris. Like, so that's why when you hear them talk, they better find a way to put Chris Paul in that starting lineup, or I agree with you, this can get worse. Because as a player, we have a lot of pride. Sure. And sometimes, Joy, we don't like to put that to the side, Joy. That's just as, a, as, a, as an athlete, you like not. Nah. Let's be clear, though. Chris Paul comes in here, he doesn't have uh, greater priors than Steph Curry. Steph Curry has accomplished more than Chris Paul. Right, well, right, championship wise, right. but, but the kicker, the kicker MVP is and this. To, well, this to me is a more interesting conversation. It's, it's what Joy brought it up. She instigated it. it. It's the in a positive way. It's the aspect of outside of Steph Curry, Chris Paul is by far and away better than every other player on that court. So figure it out. Like sure. outside of Steph, you figure out Clay, you figure out Dre, you figure out Wiggins, you figure but, out Lou, you but figure again, out all of that. But again, Chris is a position specific player. So that 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 sounds good, but Chris ain't stepping in for Draymond. No, he's in, not stepping in for Wiggins. But so in like, Chris's so mind, like in Chris's, that, Chris, Chris ain't growing a foot. So it's it sounds good, but he doesn't play those positions. But, but sometimes feelings are not factual. You know no, this. No, I know but, this. No, but he's not. He, yes, but Chris Paul does not play the same position as Draymond Green. So Draymond Green is starting if he's starting at that position. But I guarantee you, Chris is looking. He's not at, a positionless player. Chris is looking at this thing like. Give me the ball, put Steph at that two, mm -hmm. put Wiggs, put Clay out there, move Draymond to the five. Sure, and that, he, and that he might is, work. He is coming at this situation to like, y'all better recognize Correct. what I've done. You know, sure. and, one of you, and one of you guys touched on it, I think, the last couple of days that he ain't asked to be here. Yeah. So y'all ain't, be there. before y'all traded for me, y'all didn't you ask knew. me, you comfortable coming you off the knew. bench and all that? You traded for me. Correct. Yeah. Like, Chris Paul, to Joy's point, he's not a positionless player. Not at all. I understand that. But Chris Paul is the foundation of which you build the house around. Chris Paul is not a player that yeah. you add to the foundation. In somebody else's house. In everybody else's house in Chris Paul's life. Exactly. Whether New Orleans, whether Los Angeles, whether uh, trying to join with Houston, whether most recently with Phoenix. You build the foundation around yeah, me. Yeah, but now he's an addition on a well-established mansion. Yeah. So, like, uh, forget a mansion. An estate Right, mm -hmm. with like rolling hills and a vineyard. That's what they got going on there. I don't like, like, like the right way. down the street in Napa. Yeah. So that's the difference. I hear you, and maybe in his mind he feels that way. But when you get on the courts yeah. with Steph Curry and you're doing runs with Steph Curry and Steph is being Steph, that's when I believe that the mentality will change. I don't like the way. Because all the places he's been, he's yeah. never been with an organization. I don't like, like the way I feel about this situation right now. And I get scarier and scarier as this segment goes on change. because. <laughs> 
You touched on Chris Paul's never been a cancer to his team, his teammates, and all that. Chris Paul's always been the star. That dude, eh, ball in the ha- ball in the hands, though, right? Well, but 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 Flick, tease it, tease it. I'm gonna, let's get back to this after the break because I don't want to give it one more minute. I'd rather give it six more minutes. When we return, we will finish this conversation. Slick, you say he's been one of these stars. James says he's never been a cancer. We have to get back to this with urgency. Y'all hold on for about three minutes. We will be right back to finish off this phenomenal dialogue. Slick, write down your thought. You better not forget it. You better not forget it. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now, you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Okay, we left off the Chris Paul conversation on what he would do for the Warriors. You had an interesting thought. Yes, because while he is uh, position specific, Steph Curry is not. What do we love about Steph Curry? What is the fact that he plays off of the ball? So the idea of being able to play through Chris Paul or those two being able to play together, mm-hmm. in some ways it may be more of a rub with Draymond Green and, and Chris Paul because Draymond Green is always the playmaker. Yeah. So I, I just, I, I understand everybody is hung up and maybe deservedly so that Chris Paul is like, well, what do, what do you mean I'm not going to start? I think what's more important, uh, what will be more important, is how involved am I? Are we playing through me? Uh, do I have the ball in my hands, or am I just standing off in the corner as a catch-and-shoot guy? Because that's not going to be to his strength. So I, I believe it's not so much whether he starts or not, but what kind of role does he have when he's on the floor? Are we playing through Chris Paul? And I can see them being better as a result. Look, Jordan Poole was a problem because what did he want? He wanted shots, and he took bad shots. And so he's taking shots away from Clay, and he's taking shots away from, from Steph, and he's taking away from shot, guys who can make better shots. Chris Paul's the exact opposite. Chris Paul is going to get me better shots. He's going to get Kaminga better shots. He's going to get Steph Curry better shots. He's going to get Clay Thompson better shots. But here's the interesting thing, though, Joyce, the aspect that 
The reason the Warriors have been so great isn't just because of their talent, it's because of their chemistry and camaraderie. If you don't get with the Warriors, go ahead and get gone. Kevin Durant got in there, they were winning. The second Kevin Durant was beefing, go ahead and get gone. Yeah. Jordan Poole, when you was winning, it was all good, great. The second you and Draymond got beef, go ahead and get gone. <laughs> the second there is a chemistry lack of compatibility, go ahead and get gone. Do you think, Joy, that the Warriors will have that issue at all, given the fact that Chris Paul has had beef with some teammates? Maybe. You don't hear of it that often. What do you think? I think Steve Kerr has forgotten more basketball than all of us put together know, uh, which is a lot of slick, but still. <laughs> Steve, Kerr, mm. Steve Kerr has been around the game of basketball and has put together uh, championship teams and, and developed players, and, and I think the Warriors and the Heat and, and the Spurs as well are the three best organizations in the league at doing that. Mm. So will it matter personality-wise and chemistry-wise? Yes. But if there's an organization that can figure it out, I would tend to say it's the Warriors. I understand what happened with Jordan Poole, but I think for when you look at the dynasty of the Warriors, that was an outlier situation. We didn't really hear a lot of it. And it happens to be involving Draymond, who was really kind of the only one who's had incidents <laughs> within this organization. <laughs> so if Draymond and, and Chris are cool. But they notably aren't, historically. Like they well, if they figure it out, if they figure it out, then I don't have any concerns because I think Steve Kerr is great at managing this, and I think that Steph Curry is a, a, is a consummate leader. Slick, I got a question for you. Sure. Do you think that Chris Paul deserves the right to say what he wants? Like, do you think he deserves the right to say, hey, Coach Kerr, I don't want to come off the bench. Let's figure this out. Do you think he, deser do you think he deserves that? Sure. Right? So with that being said... If Kerr like, nah, you coming off the bench mm -hmm. and it don't sit well with Chris, mm -hmm. we have a problem. Mm -hmm. And Chris is not Jordan Poole. You ain't just finna walk up to me talking crazy, Draymond. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish you would. That's what I'm that's saying. Chris say, Chris, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And the same thing with Steph. I don't care how many MVPs you got rings. You're not just finna walk up to me talking crazy mm -hmm. from what I have done in this league. No. So from that standpoint, I believe that Chris Paul has earned the right to say, hey, coach, I don't want to come off the bench. Let's work this thing out. And if coach is like, nah, you coming off the bench, if he don't embrace that role, we have a problem. If he does embrace that he role, won't. the Warriors are but, going to be a problem because who, Chris makes everybody around him better. I can't go as far as to say that he won't. Because when you start to play games, if he's the reason they're losing, what other option do you have? What athlete, and James, you know, I know, Joy, you no, know. Yo, yo, no, yo, no, you, no athlete ever thinks they're the reason they're losing. You, you, yes, you do. I'm telling you, straight if, up. If you, if you are watching tape, y'all have been in, in rooms with Correct. tape, right? I blame the defensive lineman. It was Whoa. a bad pass. You missed the, you missed the tackle. You missed the tackle. And but, everyone okay, in the okay, whole team is sitting there watching. No, you missed no, that I tackle. I understand where you're coming from, but it's always a standpoint of, I'm going to get it right and play better. Right? Sure. If, right. I'm right. Right. if I'm For watching sure. tape but and I'm like, dang, we lost that, that game because of me, I'll fix it pattern, next week. If that starts to become a pattern and it's obvious that we are losing games or we're not where we need to be because of the lineup that we have, you think that Steve Kerr and Steph Curry and the rest of that roster is just going to allow themselves to run into the ground on behalf of Chris Paul? But if you have a healthy Chris, as good as Chris is and as good as Chris has been in his career, he ain't going to be the reason you lose. I agree. But, but, but a healthy Chris is a question. That's always a question. That, that is a question. And I'm not even talking about health. I just, I have to believe that the Warriors are capable of working out any kind of beefs like this that may come up. And when I you get so. to the games and we're actually playing games and see how it works, who knows? Maybe that lineup will be perfect. I hope so. But if it's not, 
I think everyone in the building, I would hope, yeah. has a self-awareness and the ability to yeah. have those conversations. Here's the other context. It's not as if Chris Paul has had greater success wherever he's been than the team that he's going to. I, 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 I hear you in terms of What do you athletes. mean by that? Because he's made every team better. Uh, in the, but he hasn't made them as good as the Warriors are. Oh, of course not. Ain't nobody that good. So, so that's my point. Like, I understand every athlete thinks, like, no, 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 no. You just need to use me different. Or mm -hmm. I need to play more or wherever it is. But, how, but the situation where you're the athlete going in and a team's already had success. Like, they already know how to get it done. And you come in and you mess up the works. You can't come in and go, well, you got to use but me the, differently. But the like, kicker, the kicker, you came and got me. The, well, the kicker for me is what did you mess up? Because the Warriors were a what seed last 44 year? 44 and 38. Last 44 year. and 38. And I believe Same they might have been like a, a four yeah, seed, something like six. that. Six seed. Yeah. So if you're Chris Paul, y'all weren't that nice last year. <laughs> so don't come out here acting yeah, like y'all was but all. But it's, we know it's not just about last year. The Warriors are the Warriors when, just because of last year. I, I, I think there are two truths. There are our truths, mm. and there is Chris Paul's truth. And the only thing that actually matters when you're dealing with people is you know somebody who's had to manage people isn't the truth. It is what do they think the truth is. No, 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 no. Both still matter. Correct. It just, it just depends on how much more your truth matters than their truth. Yes. And in this situation, the Warriors want all of this to work. They, that's why they traded for Chris Paul. But if it's going to come at the cost of the entire organization, they're going to pick the organization as they should because they have been able to get it done. I just can't imagine a scenario where it devolves into all the of The only this. way this works is if we had a Warriors game in the city, in San Francisco, <laughs> and they say, at point guard, <laughs> from Wake Forest, that's it. CP, Chris Paul, number three. That's the only way this is going to work. I right thought you were going to give a Bay Area call and response. I was going to say ye after that, but you know, I already got that out, man. All right, when we return, all eyes will be on Saquon Barkley. By the time we return on Monday, a deal will have either been done or K Chaos will completely ensue in New York. What will happen with Giants running back Saquon? That's next on Speed. Yay! Clock is ticking on Saquon Barkley getting a new deal from the Giants before Monday's deadline. After Monday, here's the important detail you need to know. He can only play on the franchise tag this hmm. season. Remember, training camp for the Giants, it is a little less than two weeks away. Bring us on camera, bring us on camera, bring us on camera. Saquon, he doesn't want to play on the tag. He's made that abundantly clear. He's getting tagged, only making only $10 million this year. However, that is less than rookie running back, oh. Bajan Robinson. You a five-year vet, Saquon. You've had two Pro Bowl seasons, and you got a rookie making more than me? That's disrespectful. Joy, how should the standoff between Barkley and the Giants end? I think it should end with them giving him a three-year deal with most of the money up front. Give him essentially a two-year guaranteed deal, but a three-year deal if he plays out all of it because he's healthy. That's a great scenario. You'll probably have him on the cheap by the end of the deal anyway, and everyone is happy. You have your best player and the face of your organization in the building happy and supporting your quarterback. No doubt. Which, whether you guys know it or not, Daniel Jones needs. Yes. Uh, for me... It has to end with a contract before Monday. Hmm. You have to get this thing done. You are coming off of a really successful season. Really for them, yeah. Right? Coach being praised, coach of the year, quarterback improving, right? Superstar running back there, right? Trend like this. 
Let's keep it like that. Because if 26 is not in that building, the trend going like this, yep. right? Straight up. So for me, it has to end with a contract by, by Monday. And it's not hard. You have the money to be able to move money certain ways to give Saquon Barkley what he wants to come into training camp. And when everybody sees him walk through that door, we all been to training camp. You ain't seen your boys in a minute. Up, baby? So Saquon come <laughs> drive through that door. I knew this was going to get cracking. Good to see you, boy. Let's go. You need that. Yeah. Not yeah. like, dang, man, Saquon ain't up. in the Giants need to get that done by Monday for this football. What I would very simply do, make Saquon Barkley the highest paid running back this year. Nothing more, nothing less. That would take $13.75 million. Nothing more, nothing less. Mm. Make him the highest paid running back this year. Giants, you all win. You don't give Saquon Barkley some long-term $20, $25 million commitment. Saquon Barkley, you win financially and for your ego. And for superstar athletes, that means a ton. You get to walk Wait, you around. Say, you say one year. I would give him one year, 13.7. One year, 13.75. Make him the highest paid. Because now he walks around a locker room. He walks on a football field. He walks around everybody saying, oh, you know what? I'm the highest paid. Mm-hmm. And that is what so many egos need. That's why sometimes we'll see a quarterback make $100,000 more than the last quarterback just to say, I was the highest paid yeah. this year. Giants clearly don't want to give him a long-term deal that he wants. Saquon is at an impasse. Giants at an impasse. One year, make him the highest paid running back. To me, everybody wins. I think the years, though, is the problem because you want that security. Yeah. Of course. You don't know if you're going to get hurt. Now, so, like, for me, I would enjoy three years, yep. right? You might have to earn some of this money down the line, but like you said, this first year, you're the highest paid. You know, maybe that may get Saquon in there in the next two years that you're under contract. This is the money that you'll be making. But Saquon is not going to take a one-year deal, even if, he, even if he's the highest paid, because that's when a lot of it plays, plays Slick, in Slick, what I've heard about contracts, a contract negotiation is a win if both people are upset or both people that's are right. happy. right. That neither side gets everything that they want. Yeah. And, and I'm with you. I, I, that's why I don't want to get into specifics of what deal. I agree. Like, get a deal done before Monday. Don't make it the franchise tag. Don't, don't have what is your most valuable player right now upset about where he is. Find something that's palatable to him. But it's also palatable to the New York Giants. I'm not just paying him the freight. I am not paying him Christian McCaffrey money. I'm not, because what we've seen is, as much as you could make the case that he's earned it with running backs, those contracts do not pay off. You end up moving them. They end up costing you because you can't count on their availability. Quick question. So, who's, who's the running backs on the roster behind Saquon? I'm, um, I'm not sure. Is it's really relevant, sir, uh-huh. because they don't do much. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, that's that's always the theme with running backs, though. It's they, they matter uh, and then they don't matter. True. And then and then they do matter. Right. Anyone who doesn't have a running game yeah. has a really rough season. Sure. You can have a good running game mm. and still complain about it. Yeah. Cowboys are trying to convince us that they are struggling at the running game and they're not. So having a solid running game makes your quarterback better. It makes your passing game better. It helps your defense. It's it, but the question, though, Joy, is like if you were a GM or, you know, based on all these new analytics, I don't know if they would support that. Now, you might say you need a superstar, but, but I would point to the Buffalo Bills. You know, the Buffalo Bills do not have a running back. No, Josh, would, Josh Allen is a running back. Correct. I would point and, to the and, Kansas and City. does anyone feel good about that? No. Are the would, Bills having the success that they're supposed to be having? I would point to the Kansas City Chiefs. 
the Kansas City Chiefs. You say she's said Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, and the best quarterback in Correct. the league. I'm Isaiah saying Pacheco. I, yes, yeah. but remember, they drafted Clyde Edwards-Helaire, who still wasn't good, yeah. and they won a Super Bowl with the 27th-ranked rushing offense in the National Football they League. They won the Super Bowl because they had Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and Travis Kelsey. I am not disputing that. Isaiah Pacheco played a big he part. Did. I'm talking that. about the Super Bowl before Pacheco. Okay. And Isaiah Pacheco still a seventh-round running back. Yeah. What I am saying is you have seen so many teams be so very, many? Yeah, I mean, you've seen several teams be really good. Several or so many? That's really probably roughly the same thing, so I think it's five plus is several. But I think like... No, 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 no. You're the Giants. You have Daniel Jones. You won nine games last year. You're in a big division with the Eagles and the Cowboys, and sometimes we mention Washington's in that division as well. You have to be able to run the ball. But there are more teams with great running backs that are bad than there are teams that are good with bad running backs. Mm -hmm. Think about it. The Browns have a really good running back. They're not very good. The Titans have a really good running back. They're not very good. The Colts have a real... They've the won Titans. the division multiple times. Last year they were atrocious. The Colts have a really good running back. Yeah. They're not very good. I'm just saying, like, that's the problem. And who, with the are, and who are the teams to, that are good that no, no, have no. good running backs? You games. have to match up the running back with the quarterback. Yes. We all know that's why the quarterbacks make the big-time money, because if you don't have one of them good, it don't matter who else on the team good. Receivers mm-hmm. good, running backs good, don't matter. You have to have a running back, and the quarterback has to be able to play too. That's why I'm saying, as a Giants fan, if I was a Giants fan, I'm not going to get the best of Daniel Jones if 26 is not back there. If 26 is back there, we have the best of both worlds. At least we think we do because we paid him all that money. And we are going to have a really good offense, right? Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon. You got what I'm saying? Now you have Nick Chubb and Deshaun Watson. That's going to be different. It was Nick Chubb and Baker Mayfield, right? That's not a good mix. Last time I checked. But you got what I'm saying? So you need that quarterback, but you definitely need that run game. But this is also, to, to Acho's point, like, okay, I'll pay what I need to to get uh, Saquon in the building. Just not for one year. No, this year. Because long term, it's a bad bet with running backs. That's just the reality. It's the, it's the unfortunate, too. I don't like it. I don't like I wish it wasn't. Hey, Saquon here that one year, this is how he's going to be. <laughs> For the Jets, that means hard knocks. We'll be covering them and we cannot wait. But will that hurt Aaron Rodgers' new team? That's next on Speed. You read it, Heller. You read it. <laughs> For the Jets. All right, they are going to be on hard knocks this season, according to reports. But the new addition, four-time MVP Aaron Rodgers, doesn't seem too happy about it, America. Y'all listen up. Look, you know, I understand the, the appeal with us. Obviously, there's a lot of eyes on me, a lot of eyes on our team, a lot of expectations for our squad. So uh, they forced it down our throats, and we got to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as quickly as possible. Will Hard Knocks hurt the Jets? No, man. Hard Knocks ain't going to hurt the Jets. They ain't going to help them on the football field. I don't care how many cameras are around. You got to go out there and play ball. And they are going to be so limited access. You heard him say, we ain't want this. They forced it down our throat. Very limited access. I don't think it's going to help them. It's only going to hurt them if they're losing. If they start struggling, if we see some crazy drama, you know, things start to fall apart early, somebody gets a bad injury, then it will hurt them. But, look, traditionally it's not been a good thing for teams. The only team that's ever come out of hard knocks successful since 2000 has been the Jets, and maybe that's just because they're in New York, they're used to that kind of attention. Relationships are always awkward when you're first forming them, and that's where the New York Jets are. And 18 teams have been featured uh, by Hard Knocks. 
Only eight of them had winning records. Mm. For where the Jets want to go, Make you cannot tell me this is good for them. Make it nine, Make brother. Yeah. Yo, we appreciate y'all hanging with us this entire week. Jay, we appreciate you hanging with us this week. Y'all have a great weekend. It has been a phenomenal show. Keep up with the Saquon Barkley news. We'll respond to it on Monday. See you, family.